0: Hi, I'm Hillary Shea. I am the VP of Marketing and Communications here at Children's Minnesota. And the thing I remember most about my childhood was the blizzard of 76.
1: Welcome to Childhood Chatcast with The Dude. I'm The Dude, and as usual, I'm joined by Jake. Hey, Jake. Hey, dude. And we're going to take a deep dive into the kid experts here at Children's Minnesota's Childhoods to find out what makes us all the same, because hey, we were all kids once, and as a twist, I am going to try to guess their birthday. Their birthdays? Their exact birthday, the date and year. So join us in the time machine I built out of cardboard boxes and duct tape,
2: and let's meet our guest. Hey, dude. Hey, Jake. Were you ever into boy bands?
1: Uh, you know, it's funny you say that, because I remember one day, I, I know I was a new kid on the block. It was a really hot day. It was 98 degrees, and I was trying to learn some choreography, staying in sync with the music that I was playing, and I was not the back street with these boys. And, you know, they went one direction, I went another direction, and they became a brand new addition. But it's funny you ask. Because our next guest on the chat cast really liked the boy bands. Okay, so you grew up in Boston. Mm -hmm. What did your folks do?
0: So my mom was a manager for New England Telephone Company at the time, and my dad was a foreign auto mechanic.
1: Oh, cool. So, Audis and…
0: BMWs. BMWs. And
1: oh, okay. Mercedes, yep. Oh, nice little trade there. Yeah. Let's talk about your siblings. Do you have brothers have, and sisters? How many and where an are you? I have older brother. Okay.
0: And I am the younger sister. There's just two of two us. Of us. Okay. And, you know, my goal was to make sure that I was appropriately torturing
1: him. Oh, and did you succeed in that throughout childhood?
0: Yes, because I would accidentally answer the phone, which was always for him and always some girl. And if he had not been nice to me, I was calling him by a different name.
1: Oh. Okay. So you're four when the snow thing happens. And it was a lot of snow. Would you say it would be like hip high, knee high, calf high? So...
0: I was four, and I just remember having to be on top of somebody's shoulders in order to be out and about. And that's why I have this memory of Massachusetts just being buried in snow that meant a four-year-old couldn't be seen walking through shoveled pathways.
1: Okay, so um, would you say that we could start with that as being one of your earliest memories too?
0: Yes, definitely. So about
1: four and that big snowstorm, Boston, okay. Oh,
0: yeah. It was so fun, but we were out of school for like a week. It was like, it was oh. not the whole, Oh. you know, we're going to go back soon. It was like, whoa, no, we're, we, we of- handle <laughs> snow, but we can't handle this
1: snow. What was ours? Ours was 97, 91. 9, 91. Have you heard about the 91? No. So, oh, because we had one in Minnesota.
2: The blizzard of 91. It was yeah. Halloween, wow. 1991. and. I think they canceled school for like two days.
1: Yeah, it was like four feet of snow. It was kind of crazy, right? It yeah. was, You're not even quite in school,
2: Mm-mm. right? Preschool so, down pre-school, the street. Preschool
1: down the street. Oh, okay. That, that's nice. Mm-hmm. See, I went to a daycare that was across the street from the school. Oh. It was the perfect thing. And there was a, gr- a group of us that would go. as a woman's house. Yeah. And so we would just walk from school to daycare. And my mom worked just up the street, like three blocks. So she would come. Oh. And it was like the best thing ever. Of course, it wasn't in Boston. It was a small little town, but... The convenience of that must have been nice.
0: It was. I lived in the back bay, so lots of convenience, lots of uh, things. But the preschool I went to was right there in a brownstone. So you'd walk across the street and then down near Edgerly Road Park, which is still there today.
1: Have you gone back and just gone, oh my gosh, I I remember?
0: Recently, but I I brought my two daughters for the first time and they got to see where mommy used to play and where she made the scar on her knee when she was three.
1: Okay, let's um, talk about this.
0: Edgerly Road Park.
1: Let's talk about this. One of the questions that I like to ask, sometimes I skip it, but uh, do you remember early like trips to the hospital? Had you ever been to the hospital as a kid?
0: I remember this particular one because my mom just kept saying, I don't know. I think she needs a tetanus shot. And,
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and
0: I just, I'll, that's all the phrase I could remember is because there was so much tension in her voice. It was like, she was quiet. She was quiet. She was quiet. <laughs> And then she was like, I don't know, but I think she needs a tetanus shot. And now I know why. It was a rusty nail on the side of the playing structure that had grabbed my knee. And so that's why she was freaking out because it wasn't a clean nail. It was a rusty It
1: was rusty and it didn't seem to heal. Mm-mm. Right? It wasn't well. It wasn't properly. stopping
0: bleeding. Oh, like okay. it, at this particular moment, it was like a almost a puncture. Oh, sure. And so to this day, I have the scar, and people always ask me, "That's such an interesting scar. And why do you have that?" And it sort of looks like an eye.
1: If I'm not mistaken, so you say you grew up in the '70s. You're also '70s and early '80s, right, Jake? Yeah. Yep. It was a different time. Right, mm-hmm. that there was rusty nails everywhere, and exactly. there were playgrounds that
2: gave I you did slivers not have a car and, seat, right
0: <laughs> like, like, life without a car seat
2: <laughs> Is that the title of your autobiography? <laughs> your parents yes. were always the amateur pediatricians, like. She just needs a tennis shot, or hey, just slap a bandaid on it. It'll be okay. It'll <laughs> oh yeah, bandaid
1: saved lives. Let's skip ahead now a little bit. When you start school, you seem to be a pretty confident person. Were you confident as a young girl when you started school? Oh,
0: I would not say so. I think I'm confident now because I learned to laugh at myself at a young age. But no, I grew up in when busing was a big thing in the 70s, and so people were bused all the way out to school and my mom didn't really like that. So she actually moved us out to the suburb so that we could actually do all the after school activities and not get like stranded in the suburb at somebody's house. Cause that was part of what would happen for busing. If oh, you sure. go an hour away for school and then there's oh, a man. snowstorm during the school day, you might actually get stuck cause your school bus can't come back and get you. And so, but uh. we became the house. Funny enough that my brother's friends from basketball or football or whatever, we would be the house that they would stay that's at the, when they we got became stranded. the house. You became the house. We became <laughs> oh, the that's stranded fantastic. house. That's fantastic. <laughs> Out in Melrose, <laughs> Massachusetts. But it was really kind of cool that she was just willing to do the – she's like, I'll do the commute. And so she – drove every day to Oak Grove train station, and she would get on the train, and she go all the way down to downtown Boston. She worked in Bowdoin Center. Yeah. But she did the commute for us, which wow. was kind of cool. So I got to really enjoy grade school and growing up out in Melrose after I moved there in second grade.
1: What were some of the subjects in school you were drawn to right away once the door was kind of open? Like once you start going, oh, we have to spell... We're learning words. There's um, math. There's, you know, reading. I really, There's-
0: really loved reading because I really loved imaginary places. Yeah, And me so too. I was that kid who could like, in my mind, I'm going to go get on a magic carpet ride and I can see the carpet and I can see where we're soaring over. So oh. I was the kid who was terrified by the monster at the end of this book too.
1: Oh, sure. So you would really Rover affect really you. had me. Right. Yeah.
0: I, was, <laughs> uh, I mean, it was harsh, you know, but yet yet I was tormented. Mm-hmm.
1: So here's something that happened. I'm just going to share this. So a teacher had not yet assigned us reading level groups, Ooh. right? So beginning of the year at home, I've got a George Washington biography. I've got this weird science book I'm reading, and I'm constantly reading Trivial Pursuit cards for fun.
0: Nice.
1: Which is, Jake, that's probably one of the, I mean, yeah. trivia I was drawn to. I get to school, and there's a little mini library inside the classroom. She goes, "Everybody, just feel free to check out the books." So the first week, I'm reading "The Duck That Quacked," and I'm just like sloughing it because I'm hauling a lot of words at home. I've yeah. got a, I've got multiple books going on. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna work at school. I want to read the easy ones. <laughs> so I started out in the lowest reading class and i was kind of stuck there i got stuck there and i was devastated and i was like excuse me mrs warrington i'm literally the best reader here (laughs) i should be in the first one she's like all right we'll prove that i based it on the books that you were checking out i was like oh Oh, man. man you should see my bedroom floor there's six books that i'm halfway through Oh, okay so at any rate reading so important and my mom emphasized that it creates imagination it creates and creativity. imagination.
0: I literally am a creative. I always have been in terms of even now leading marketing teams. We tell sure. stories.
1: All right. So let's stick around here. Early grade school. What are you playing with? What are the toys back at home? What are the... Well, I
0: mean, I had my Atari
1: 5200.
2: Wow. <sighs> it's nice, nice. Uh, so any, I was Mrs. Game? Pac-Man. <laughs> there it is. Okay.
1: Oh, 100%. Tetris.
0: Total Tetris. Nerd. Oh
1: Tetris, yes. Tetris was huge, right? Mm-hmm. I remember yeah, the Atari. Frogger Frogger. <laughs> Do you remember the theme song? Isn't that it, no, really No, I remember
0: the song of like when the sound it makes when Pac-Man dies. And I remember oh, sure. the Donkey Kong celebration song.
2: <laughs> but I don't remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's Kong. awesome. I had a band in here once that played all video game soundtracks. Oh, that's awesome. It was an electric band. Yeah, that's so fun. So cool. That that they like, like oh my gosh, go they're playing Mario uh, live. <laughs> okay, so you were a gamer. Two. I was a gamer, gamer. too. Did you like dolls? Were you the, the kind of girl that liked um, dolls? I had Were you kind dolls, of more-
0: but I had an, an older brother who would kind of torment me. So sure. they, I had a series of what I like to call the headless Barbies. Because oh, boy. we lived in a condo and he could actually take the head off the Barbie and shove it in the drop ceiling oh. at the top of the hallway because he was taller than me. He's about seven years older than me as well. And so I would be screaming and my mom would just be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he took the head off my Barbie doll. And then I realized that the only way to really defeat him was to not
1: care. Oh, you figured some stuff out early on, Mm -hmm. huh?
0: Exactly. So I was like, okay, you can keep doing it. I'm moving on from Barbie.
1: Do you still have your Barbies? No. Okay. Because a lot of people will hang on to them as keepsakes, but you, you've you literally moved on because what's the point? There's no head. Exactly. Them. Okay.
0: <laughs> and combing their hair was half the fun. Fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Right.
0: So it's like you take the head off the Barbie doll. It's really just a stick.
1: Or <laughs> lots of four with sticks. Re- so reticulating, okay. <laughs> exactly. With reticulating joints. That's about it. <laughs> What about sports? Were you attracted to any of like... In high
0: school, I did. But it's funny because my very first sport was Little League Baseball and I was seven years old. And I was playing on this tiny little team, and basically I was out in center field picking daisies, because there wasn't a kid who could hit the ball anywhere sure. near me. And, but it was fine, because for me, I was like enjoying myself. They would literally have to wave at me and say, Hillary, get up. What are you doing? I'd be having an entire imaginary experience out there. I'd be the queen of something going on, because the ball was never going to come. But they were like, oh, but Hillary, you need to at least stand up.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> the other team's turn to take the field. You need to come back back and you, hit you, the ball now you,
2: you need to stand up we're having a party <laughs> busy <laughs>
1: you did like some sport you know it's mm-hmm. funny that you say that nobody hit the ball out that i think i've <laughs> shared this before in t-ball i remember i was the pitcher
0: <laughs> isn't you, it on a t
1: it's on a t But I'm the busiest kid on the field because they're not hitting it out into the field either. They're just...
0: Just hitting it to you.
1: Barely nicking it, and then it's hitting it to me. And I got really good at throwing it to first base. (laughs) Nice. So I guess that's all I did. I was really... You
0: became a pitcher.
1: Yeah. I was a pitcher in (laughs) T-ball. In (laughs) T-ball.
0: Well, but you know, that throw to first base is really important.
1: Very, very. And I got really good at it throughout. Then I ended up playing third base because that's a hard throw. (laughs) Yes. And I got good at it. So... I didn't go to the majors or anything. I guess about this time, you know, we're probably double digits like 9, 10, 11. Uh, Let's talk about music starts to become really important. Oh, yeah. And so what were you listening to? So I'm assuming it was records or was it cassettes?
0: Records and cassettes. I was making my own mixes off the radio because, you know, you just didn't have enough new edition and new kids on the block playing in a row.
1: One of my favorite songs of all time, and I still—it's on my playlist—is "Cool It Now." Yes, and I can do the rap part. Really? Yeah. Oh, can you've
0: definitely got okay. To do here it
1: for we me. go. This is from "Cool It Now." Do you want me to like,
0: like give you a little like beat in like that might cool, throw me yeah. off.
1: Why you all coming down on me, trying to tell me who my life is supposed to be. I know they are only trying to help me out, trying to show me what life is really up. but this time I'm going to make it on my own. So why don't you fellas just leave me alone? Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. If I love the girl, who cares who you like? Cool love it. it, it. Now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. Awesome. <laughs> wow. And so were you also then uh, boombox?
0: Total boombox, kid. I mean, big... I went through D batteries like you would not believe. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, it was just right? like... I. My mom, would, I'd just be like, Mom, are you going to the store? She's like, let me guess, batteries. And I was like, yes, because I have to take the boom box outside because we're having an imaginary picnic and they need music.
1: You knew it because your Cool It Now is Cool It What Exactly. You know, no time for the battery.
0: Down. Exactly. And it's like oh you could still get maybe like 30 minutes on the radio after that, but then right. you stopped being able to turn the volume all the way up, so then it wasn't booming anything. You could go in and plug in, but then you'd be inside. right Right. and you had to turn it down anyway
2: right and you hope to gracious goodness is that little half hour of radio magically gave you more juice in the battery to play the tapes again so you're like Mm -hmm. we'll just try Try it we'll give it a work hey
1: nope or no take them out rearrange them lick them
2: (laughs) well what
0: about fixing your cassette tape can i just tell you i was magical at fixing the cassette tape i had it down to a science you used a fat crayon To actually move things forward and back. And then when you just had everything laid out straight, you could actually use a pencil to wind quickly.
2: Yep, the number two pencil is what we Mm used. Interesting to wind it. Yeah, the reason we used
0: the fat crayon is because sometimes you got all the way pulled out and you needed something that you could just wind Mm -hmm. that wouldn't unwind Mm -hmm. as you just wanted one crank at a time. So if you had a a real tedious job, you needed that fat crayon.
1: (laughs) Okay, so you were talking about taping off the radio. Mm -hmm. Did you ever find it annoying when the DJs would talk talk through the intro all the way up until the person started singing? You know, if you wanted to, I mean, that's a long intro that DJ right. would be mm-hmm. like coming up next after the break. Uh, it's 75 degrees, sunny outside, and you're sitting there ready for, ready like, for
2: your dude. Shut up! I no. <laughs> wanted to catch the intro. To, oh. Well, it was the worst when you were trying to make <laughs> those mixtapes for the person you had the crush on. <gasps> I know. Like, how better it was am a gift mixtape? Yeah. How am I better to tell Cheryl that I love her than I have the DJ going? Well, now we're back. <laughs> I'm right here. You're like, oh, I really like you,
1: Cheryl. Um, <laughs> so let me, let me ask you about making these tapes because it's my understanding you just wanted to capture your favorite songs that were on there, or did you have like a theme? where you like, oh, I want this song because it fits this tape's overall so- theme?
0: That's funny that you ask because I was that child who was like, This is my heartbroken cassette. I play it when the boy I like doesn't like me back or he didn't send me a good note. All of a sudden, I had to like have that sad song playlist.
2: What was the big jam off of the Heartbreak mix?
0: Please don't go
2: girl. That's the one I had in my head right at that moment. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Really? Please don't go girl. Oh my gosh.
0: And so I would imagine that they wanted me back.
1: Yeah, that's how you would like heal. That's what music, the healing power exactly. of music Healing is.
0: power of music, literally, for young people with crushes. What were but some other I themes? Think, oh, well, then I had the dance party mix. And so oh, of course, right. That was the one where you pretended to be a solid gold dancer. Mm. So it usually matched solid whatever the, <laughs> the theme was from the top ten solid gold songs. And I was Darcelle in my mind,
1: mm. okay. who was
0: like the lead black dancer Mm -hmm. because she was amazing as a solid gold dancer and i wanted to be her when i grew up
1: I want to go back and watch some of those solid golds. I've I went as her on one year for Halloween. Oh, wow. Oh, I
0: did. I had my red leotard on and a little gold belt that I had taken from like one of my mom's work dresses and another little gold headband, which I think was probably one of her necklaces or chains that I probably shouldn't have taken. <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it was fitting my theme because I needed to have this gold line here and then the gold belt around wow. the waist and tights and my ballet slippers. And well, I was a solid gold dancer.
1: Okay, so um we're in junior high. We're getting a little older. Do you remember your first concert? Um
0: hello, I'm a Boston girl. Do I remember my first concert?
2: Okay. Oh. Wow. Hang on, you're tough? tough. Yes. Yeah, fun I fa- loved,
0: fun I loved, fact. I loved 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 my
1: new kids on the you, block. You seem Well, you also loved New Edition. Did I did,
0: it, but I didn't I was now old enough to go. Like I was old enough to have a poster on my wall.
1: Sure, but I guess my point is you kind of like the boy bands.
0: Oh, yeah. They yeah. were literally
1: geared for us. Oh, my gosh. I was right. their
0: target audience.
1: Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Can you name three of the new kids on the block? Can you name three of them?
0: Donnie. Yep. Mike. No, Mark. Sorry. Mark? No. No? No.
2: He was, he was there for a bit. Mark Wahlberg was not it for a hot tick. Donnie is correct. Danny. Danny. Joey. Joey. And then the brothers, Jonathan and Jordan.
0: Jonathan and Jordan. Wow! Now I I uh, remember the
2: Jake, what, what's fun happening fact. Over New here. Kids on the Block was my first concert as well. Whoa! Yeah. Really? Hey, that's mm-hmm. a first here. Okay. That is a
0: first. Mm-hmm. Well, I had wow. to wait in line to get into the garden, and my mom was the mom who took <laughs> us just say
1: okay.
0: <laughs> I was enjoying myself, but I couldn't have too much fun because I had my mom. But right. I loved her dearly when I realized all the torture that I put her through and all of the things that I was able to do because she was just awesome. She would go with earplugs to New Kids on the Block. She was a saint.
1: Wow. Good for her. Shout out. Shout out, mom. Did you do plays, musicals, chorus, band, all the stuff?
0: spell. I am the person who hits the high note and oh, bless the Lord my soul.
1: Oh, wow. Yes.
0: And Jesus Christ Superstar?
1: I was on some certain medication and it made me dream crazy. And one of the dreams was I won a lottery ticket to go and see uh, Lin Manuel Miranda's reimagining of Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> That's what? amazing. I'd go, I'd go. I, I would be paid. there in a heartbeat. Money, paid. They-
1: they had to redo the whole orpheum theater because the entire place was the set and oh the audience sat amongst the actors around them and there was a pasture over here and oh, that's the, awesome. i don't know i guess there was steps over there and i'm sitting there enjoying it and going oh this is amazing and this usher comes up to me and goes sir you're not in the right seat your seat is over there kind of by the pillars or something like that see that seat over there i'm like my gosh what do i do so i don't know it was like what's the buzz tell me what's happening so i get up and i join the actors on stage doing the choreography what's the buzz tell me what's happening and you knew it all i knew it because i because i i'm a musical theater person and um at least was and i sat i was like oh my gosh that was so embarrassing okay no no big deal a few minutes numbers later tap 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 excuse me sir no not the pillars on the far side of the theater sir because he was really embarrassed because he's walking through the action and I turn and I snap at him and I go, i have to wait till there's a song I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, try not to get worried, try, try not to, to try do not do. to, and so, or I don't know how to, or whatever it was and I just do this floaty dance and I plop myself down I'm like, okay, please, this has to be it. So I finish the musical, everybody's leaving, it's all packed, people are coming up to me saying, you were amazing in the show. (laughs) That was my dream, and then I woke up. That's
2: awesome. and that's so funny? Mm -hmm. I totally would not want to wake up from that dream. I know. know. No, no, I didn't want to either. I want to go see the show now. Well,
1: I think I still have the meds, so... (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I kid. I tease. Okay.
0: But you could certainly, you know, send your ideas to Lin-Manuel. He may, you know, honor (laughs) that.
1: Cool. Gosh, it feels like we could just keep going. Covered a lot. I'm glad we got to some certain things, but...
2: Dude, it yes. is now time. It is time to go back and think about the clues that Hillary gave us in order to figure out her birthday, the day, the month, and the year. Think back now. hmm Decapitated dolls. Mm-hmm. New kids on the block. Yeah. Cool it now.
1: hmm Atari. Atari. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The snowstorm. Snowstorm. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to guess your exact birthday. And here I go. So you were four when that happened, and you said it was in 1976. So that means I think you're born in 1972. And during that snowstorm, either you are an end of the year, and it happened after your birthday, so you could be November, December, or you were born at the beginning of the year, And so that you were four when that snowstorm happened. So I'm going to take a while. I'm going to take a stab here. You ready? I think you were born February 3rd, 1972.
0: That is incorrect. Oh.
1: How close am I?
0: Actually, you're... Pretty. You would have been closer had you gone to seventy three because I'm nine, November tenth, nineteen seventy. Oh, because you're the
1: end of the year seventy two. Mm-hmm. Oh, say. So I got the year, but you kind of threw you me that a with little it. bit. You
2: toyed with it, though. I mm-hmm.
1: toyed with it. I could have gone the end of the year, and you I probably was going to say uh, February for the beginning or November for the end. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
2: Not awesome. Around.
1: Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank um, you. Your work is actually quite prevalent and relevant around well, here. I know and we're doing
0: some work for you guys now, too. That's right. Stars
1: we're Julio. looking to rebrand. And yes, absolutely. We love working with your team. Thank um, you. This has been a pleasure. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks for having me.
2: Thanks for joining us for today's Childhood Chatcast brought to you by Buzzsprout. To get new and previous episodes of Childhood Chatcast, head over to starstudio.mn.org.